Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in 2 Samuel chapter 1. We've turned from 1 Samuel to 2 Samuel. At the end of 1 Samuel, King Saul died in battle. And in 2 Samuel chapter 1, David is going to learn about Saul's death. And the first part of that comes in uh, verses 1 through 10, where an Amalekite young man who was with Saul when he died came and told the account of what happened, maybe in a little bit of a misleading way that caused David to have him executed, unfortunately, for the young man. But in verse 11, it says, Then David took hold of his clothes and tore them. And so did all the men who were with him. And they mourned and wept and fasted until evening for Saul and for Jonathan, his son, and for the people of the Lord, and for the house of Israel, because they had fallen by the sword. A little bit further down here in chapter 1 of 2 Samuel, it says in verse 23, Saul and Jonathan, beloved and lovely, in life and in death they were not divided. They were swifter than eagles. They were stronger than lions. You daughters of Israel, weep over Saul, who clothe you luxuriously in scarlet, who put ornaments of gold on your apparel, how the mighty have fallen in the midst of the battle. These are the words of David's lamentation over King Saul. And what ought to stand out to us, what stands out to me, is how genuinely mournful David is about this death of Saul. If you remember, Saul has been trying to kill David since the time that David was anointed as the new king of Israel, since the time that Saul was rejected as king. Saul has been fiercely jealous. He's been looking for every chance possible to kill David. David has been fleeing from Saul. David has spared Saul's life on two occasions because he doesn't want to kill the Lord's anointed. And yet, when Saul dies, despite all the grievances that David could have against Saul, David genuinely mourns for this king, for the Lord's anointed. It's a remarkable example, again, of David's heart. The Bible says David was a man who was after God's own heart. And here he exemplifies the kind of forbearance, seemingly the kind of forgiveness and honor toward a guy who was vengeful to him, that really is a godly characteristic. It's a characteristic that we see God himself display. It's a characteristic that we see in Jesus Christ. Psalm 103, verses 11 through 13 say this, For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is the steadfast love of the Lord toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. And if anybody had a reason to be glad that Saul died, it was David. If, if anybody had a reason to dance on Saul's grave, it was David. But he overlooks, it, it seems like, he overlooks the transgressions of Saul to remember him fondly and to put his transgressions as far as the east is from the west, in a sense, just like the Bible says the Lord does with those who fear him. Here's the truth, friends. You and I have acted grievously against the Lord. We have sinned 
over and over and over. We've done it willfully. We've done it unknowingly. We've been born into this muck and this mire of sin and depravity and dirt and stain. And God has decided to choose love in the sense that he sent Jesus Christ to live this perfect life, to meet his perfect standard that we couldn't meet. And then to die on the cross, paying the penalty that we deserve to pay. And then he sets this deal up so that if you and I put our faith in Jesus Christ, we can have his righteousness attributed to us and the penalty that we deserve to pay, Mark paid on our behalf by Christ. And in doing so, he separates our transgressions from us as far as the East is from the West. We see just in a small way in David, David's attitude toward the fallen Saul. We see some of God's attitude toward we, his his children through faith in Christ who are also stained with sin. Romans 8 starts out this way. Romans 8 verse 1, there is now therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set us free from the law of sin and death. In other words, if you're a believer, friend, then there's no condemnation. All the former things that you've done all the grievous acts, all the sins, all the thoughts and the words and the deeds that you've done that have been an offense to God have been taken away. Isn't that a glorious truth? It's the gospel. We're so thankful for it. And it's amazing that we can see just in a small human way an example of what that might look like through the life of David and his reaction to Saul, who deserved nothing but animosity and hatred from David, but who received honor and love and mourning when he passed. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving us enough to send your son, Jesus. Thank you for loving us enough to not leave us in our sin. Thank you for loving us enough, not just to send Jesus and raise him from the dead, but to open our eyes so that we could put faith in him and through that faith so we could receive forgiveness so that we could be people who it is said of us that our transgressions have been removed as far as the East is from the West, so that it could be said of us that there is now no condemnation from you toward us. Lord, thank you for the gospel. Help us to understand and value it more than ever. Help us to build our lives around it. Help us to spend our time and our influence and our money in ways to promote it, for it's the only real thing that's going to last that really matters. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. 
Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.